Hello everyone, and welcome back to Gathering of Gotchas, the only podcast that focuses exclusively on the games your parents don't want you to play. I'm Galen, the sound guy Firestone. I'm Ryan. And I'm Kite. How are you guys doing? Ch-ch-chillin'. I am tired. <laughs> oh, everybody's tired lately. Well, it's the weekends. Well, let's take it over with what's going on for this episode. Well, we are going to start, like always, with FFBE Recap of the Week. Kind of an eventful one, but for all the wrong reasons. Yes, all the wrong reasons. Item World died. Mm, yep, it died. It yeah. died, and it, it, it's it gone. It just died. And yeah. it's it because for... there's a certain bug that made people lose weapons. Yep, it was, it was starting to actually eat weaponry. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm not going to give them too much strife over this, to be honest with you. These things happen. It's an old game. It's got a bunch of code intertwined, and clearly they're not very well staffed. Sometimes bugs are going to happen. They did the right thing. They acknowledged it. They pulled the problematic uh, event from the circulation and are working to fix it and gave us compensation. Like, I, I, I'm not going to stress out about it personally. Mm-hmm. Well, I got lesser plans, supposedly, for this steel castle, so I'm, I'm, I don't have any problem with this. And with this week, it seems to have, we only have one event, which is the story event for Regina. Yep. We've got a lot of time on us. Really good banner you know... if you like finishers. Uh, they also gave, uh... Keanu Center STMR for $12, and uh, there was one other. There was one other for $12, and then the big one was... Dietland. Oh. Dietland, right. Uh. And then we have Nameless Gutter Jake uh, as our newest recipient of the $25 here have a bu have a unit bundle. Uh, this is actually our first time it wasn't a global exclusive unit uh, who got that bundle. So I'm wondering... I I'm glad they're expanding it. I'm wondering how that's going to sell. To be perfectly honest with you, that, that I love these $25 bundles I have. I was actually very tempted to buy the Jake bundle and get the fourth Jake, but I already have a death sentence that I have a hard time putting on people as it is. Like, I don't really have gun units, so... Yeah. Yeah, gun units aren't one. Um, for me, I don't use any gun users, period. And I only have one... I don't even know. Barely do I have, have gun users here. My only yeah. gun user is Edgar. And even then, just uh, for thematic reasons, I'd give him the Vajrayana if I could find a fourth Nalu somewhere. So. All right, mm -hmm. I, I, all right, I got a squall that I can use with the STMR activation. Yeah, that works. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I guess. I mean, it's perfect if you're really pulling for Regina. I mean, yeah. isn't isn't Jake's STMR basically the best you can throw on her? Oh yeah, it's it's raw damage a little less than uh, Death Sentence, but then it also has the LB damage bonus, which no other weapon mm -hmm. can really match except Bahamutir. Um, no, it is excellent, excellent, excellent for Regina. And Regina's a very popular unit. I know my buddy Josh, um, I believe his in-game name is Meepo. He wanted Regina badly. He had her in Japan, loved her there, got her here. So... Um, for guys like him who really, really like this character, and believe me, I understand why you really, really like her, that gun mm. is perfect. So, yeah, buying... If, if you're like me and you only need one more for the STMR, $25 for a damage boost that big is not bad. I, I love these $25 bundles for the old units that just make me happy. Uh, 
really good move really good move yeah yeah i like i like regina i'd like to get her but i i just have such a hard time getting finishers onto my team i just can't do it um uh so i just i i mean plus again i'm still saving for ff7 but probably even if i wasn't it'd still be a skip for me just because i just can't fit finishers on my teams Sadly, I'm yeah. in the same place. Uh, I did throw some smaller tickets at it in an attempt to get Amber and uh, Vesvia. Not Vesuvia, like the volcano, but Vesvia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a weird translation choice. I'm not sure why they did that. Uh, yeah, I, I did get I did get both of those because the four stars are have really incredible TMRs. Yeah, yeah, I actually is yesterday morning dropped one four star ticket and got her on the first one, the Vesvia. Um, and then today, interestingly enough, my daily uh, dropped the second one. And uh, so I TMR'd the first one. I'll, I'll probably end up just TMRing that second one pretty soon, too, I mean, just moogling it. I mean, 40 plus 40% match on an accessory. That's basically half. Not of, mad. That's basically half of Rem's STMR. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, who who needs both? The, really, it's one or the other. So that just frees up the TMR for um, like my magic tank, maybe. Well, you say um, it's one or the other, but I use units like Rem, like Citra, who actually do like both. So, oh, uh, they do like both. <laughs> to me, the to me, the yeah. only one that that I would use it with would be Barrel. Um, I love me some Barrel. Also, a very um, good choice for Rem's STMR. No, that, jo- no joke. That TMR is perfect, and it's and it's great because most of the magic users now are going on true double hand anyway for for most people so you're not going to hit that cap quite as easily i'm still so. calling rolling my eyes on that one and the big reason for that is that unlike physical there's no real difference except match number between dual wield and double hand it's just whatever gets you the highest right now uh yeah and i mean just to me it just makes it easier not to break um the the percent cap because i've got like three true double hand materials and yeah. then if i were to throw on those double like say i throw on two of those accessories like if i was dual wielding then i'd probably hit the percent cap but the fact that i'm using the uh, double hand materia now frees up some more percentage slots for me well i think what that tells us is uh hey gumi could you give us some global exclusive magic dual wield materia that'd be nice uh, the only one who got it was uh christine uh she did get it but um very few people really really that went after on her stmr yeah so okay. i mean you need an stmr um to get that so i did not um get there so yeah yeah magic to true double hand and true dual wield is a bit uncommon yet until the latter part of the year where we get more units that has in a dual wield and true dual wield in it so magic true double hand may be quite effective for now Mm. While we wait for the following months with units with innate dual wield, magic true du- dual wield, etc., etc. As for uh, my experience for the banner, it took me like seven rare summon tickets to get Croa because he's my main target for this one. Really? Why Croa? Uh, well, I was building Freya, if you remember, back then. Oh, and she's right. weaponless. She is what she's Ooh. one of the few weapons few characters in ffbe who cannot equip any weapons right okay i i understand this now all right that yeah. makes a lot of sense that's really good for her uh, i was trying to think of who would benefit from that materia um 
Yeah, that there we go. There, there's one right there. Yeah, that's that would a good do one. It. Definitely, she oh. is. And if for for other Daryl. for other for other characters, oh yeah, Burl can also do, can also use it. For those who like Final Fantasy Tactics, Raze is also a good choice because her equipment affinity is just not good. Yeah, she gets like fists and maces, right? Nope, uh, axe and maces. Axe and mace. And she's axe? a magic. Oh my yeah, gosh. I see where that would work. Yeah. Okay. Weaponless characters, that's a that that's a really big plus, especially Freya. Yeah. My my dream quotation dream Freya build would have now at 2000 plus magic but I already got the magic parameter when it was debuted with Ellie yeah I was but... actually kind of surprised about the magic uh, parameter of what it was because I was expecting the 2200 value from the second one just because 2000 is so easy to reach but they gave us 2000 anyway and I'm just like I literally got that one because I just had Carlet on my team at that point. Like, I didn't even try. She just already had almost 2,300 just in her normal build. Oh. Yep. Yeah. My, my problem still too. during that time was attack until you already know it. Oh, yeah. What happened? I, I had the exact same oh. thing. I had no way of getting to that attack uh, parameter until I got... Uh, until I Esther. Got Esther, yeah. And then once I got her, All right. I think she's sitting okay. at like 2,800 right now getting ready for the octopus. Yep. Yeah. Let's so get some takoyaki to later tonight. Oh, I am looking forward to it. I am. I am going to beat up Orthros okay. as he deserves to be beaten. I <laughs> refuse to call him Orthros. Our... That is Ultros. Uh, we all know him. Yeah. Ultros. He's Ultros. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Orthos. And okay, so the review for Regina's STMR is similar to, let's say, one particular unit. For example, because she has sixty percent attack and. Physical damage boost against fairies, machines, and what's the other type? I mean, it's 60% plus three killers as opposed to Vincent's TMR, which is 60% and lose spirit, so... Mm-hmm. And Bart as well with 60% attack, but only has machine killer in it. Uh, I mean, still, like... That's limited time. It's sixty percent attack plus killers. It's just good. I I don't think there's any. It's pretty I, good. I don't think there's any attack oh. unit it would be bad for. I forgot the other enemy type: machine, it fairy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't uh, matter. Darn, Galen. How many? How many <laughs> no, how you many say sixty percent and one killer. You have a really good TMR. Three. It doesn't matter what the killers are. They're just good. Like, Point. This thing's already a really. Really, really, really high tier uh, TM uh, STMR. Well, you well you got a point. <laughs> yeah, but if you if you really need, but if you really need some killers for specific types of bosses, this is also pretty good for Regina and for other attacker units. Yeah, it's good for everybody. I'll tell you what I actually uh, do me... want. I've actually seen Regina's TMR. 40 attack mm -hmm. hat plus uh, gun damage? That, or gun... Uh, Passive. Gunslinger. Really nice. That's pretty good. I mean, maybe it, it's it's getting some gun users to be more viable. Um, because there was kind of I, I just lacking gear for them. I mean, there's not a lot of gun users as there is. But even when you do get one, 
there's just not a lot of good stuff to throw on him. So I'm, that's that's going to really make him good. Personally speaking, I'm actually in a really, really good position on gun users. Uh, Edgar got to a very high attack very early on in, uh, because of this, because I have Death Sentence. I have Olive's Journal. I, of course, have Gun Mastery. That hat would be a nice cherry on top if I could manage to swing that thing. Nice. Yeah. I, I got Zodiac shot, but I never got really good gun user as outside Oh, yeah, squall. I do. <laughs> I do have Zodiac shot yeah. too, and it's like just sitting there. I've I never think used I'm it. One Balthier short of that. Uh, I I got a second Olive recently. Other than that, I have no one. I would love to get me a seven star Vincent. I don't have even one Vincent yet um, from my FF seven collection. So Vincent hey, just give me some TMRs. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I got two of him while I was hunting for Tifa, <laughs> and then I got two more just randomly as I kept going very quickly, all told. So I'm just like, yeah. I got my Fort Balthier around Christmas. It was from an oh, EX ticket. So I wanted to third like ST it, it, it was my third STMR obtained in the game. Nice. Ah, nice. I wanted to like Balthier, but after his dismal performance on Gilgamesh, I'm just like, nope. You, you <laughs> nope. are benched forever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For those of you who haven't yeah. seen the YouTube video, uh, I believe I had like... 40, 50, 60 different turns where I attempted to actually do the Balthier strat, and he just couldn't do it. I tried it three times with Sid, and he did the trick. So I'm just like, you are fired as the leading man, sir. You are done. Oh, I'm just <laughs> looking now at uh, Regina's um, STMR. The third killer is um, demons. So that's actually... Ah, oh, demons. Demon yep. happens a lot, so that's good. Annoying demons. The maintenance demon, per se. Bones. <laughs> oh, okay. So the next one, well, you, you, we've got, uh, let's see, we've got Vesvia and Crow's TMR reviewed. Let's check out Amber's, which is Fatal Knuckles. It's a two-handed. It's disc. if you like two-handed knuckle. It's awesome. Definitely mm, awesome. That that's uh, about it, right? I mean, are there any other yep, two-handed? It's the user? only. It, it's our first. Uh, let's see. It is not our first two-handed knuckle. It's our first good two-handed knuckle. But we've had Sledge Tonfa from uh, Hio's event for a while now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was Hio's uh, story kind event. Of bleh. Limited. But, uh, well, it's limited time while Amber is permanent. Well, it's limited time insofar as it was from an event, but it's not like a critical piece of gear. It's it's a low attack two-handed fist. Um, we aren't, like, uh, unless, again, barring global exclusive magic, I have to always emphasize this, we are not looking at a real two-handed fist other than Amber's until, I believe, Scorned by Gion. Scorned mm. by Gion. Yeah. Mm. Gion, I, Gion, I Dude, call him a Gion. I don't know how the hell to pronounce that. There's no pronunciation guide. I just go with the soft G. I just feel like it makes more sense. I don't care. I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it, to be honest. I haven't heard that, that version before. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Goody, quality of life upgrade. First, give us jobs back, because I like those way better than the type icons. Yeah! And two, uh, maybe a pronunciation guide? Maybe? That, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think I giant our Mark II is like our only STMR quality uh, two-handed fist going forward, unless I am missing something massive. Mm, probably not. 
I need to remember. I need to remember if there's any other in Japan. Maybe it's gonna take a while. My brain isn't. Uh, my brain isn't uh, settling on anything. But then again, like I haven't paid as much attention to Japan starting at around this time. This is where the subreddit got real rowdy, and I had to bail from it. So, a lot of my information. Well, a lot of my information comes from Kite, to be honest. Much. Yeah. Yep. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> You're flattering me. <laughs> I mean, you do good work, man. What do you want me to say? Mm, it's a pleasure. All right. Anyway. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the dire, dire straits that Nipponichi Software was in uh, after the dismal failure of their attempted soft launch of Disgaea RPG. So wouldn't you know it, they're trying again. Disgaea RPG is set to relaunch this fall. <gasps> really? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Um... Just as a recap, they spent so much money on trying to make Disgaea RPG work that they almost entered a bankruptcy state. Uh, as a result, Damn, they had to sell off I remember stock that. cheaply. Yeah, they had to sell off stock cheaply in order to pay their freaking employees. So oh, now I'm looking funny. at Disgaea RPG set to reincarnate in fall 2019, according to Silicon Era. And, uh, yeah. What the Indeed. hell? They need this. They, they they have to. I mean, they have dropped so much money into it, and it, it seems. I mean, it's kind it, of the only way they can get back to it. You say that, but they have a very very healthy console game department. Uh, I mean, nearly all of their games turn a profit. So, I'm like, is this the sunk cost fallacy? Are they just not quitting while they're ahead, or? Like, is this a desperate attempt to recoup that money? Like, I don't actually understand the play here. Well, I mean, it, it seems like they must think that it's it, the game wasn't that far off from... Um, you know, it, it didn't work, yeah, but I mean, maybe if they can just get it to work, I mean, they have a whole game there, so just get it out there and they can make it profitable. I mean, that's the way I see it. Yeah, but they already spent so much money on this that they put their company in danger, and it <laughs> failed so miserably. Like, how do you come back from that? Like, we're starting to see uh, Bioware starting to have some serious cracks in it from Anthem. Uh, mm. Obviously, FF14 had to go offline for, like, two or three years before they came back with The Realm Reborn. Like... I remember that. But these are companies that have a shitload of money. Rephrasing that. But these are companies that have a ton of money. And I mean, but and you see what happens when they do come back. Like FF14 is now going pretty strong. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's quite what they hoped. But I, that's probably what they're hoping happens here is that they thought that they had a good product. It didn't work. Now they're redoing it. And hopefully it works this time. Yeah, but FF14, like, rebuilt from the ground up. Like, that wasn't the same True. game. This is. They're just fixing it. Like, and then Anthem <laughs> is pretty much dead in the water at this point. The player base is moving on. Like, we're looking at that one. That I'm honestly surprised EA hasn't scuttled Bioware over this. Like, it's that bad. Hmm. Mm. I mean, I, I can see it from there. They, they just feel like 
kind of like you mentioned, they don't want to quit while they're ahead. They don't want to, they don't want to admit defeat in a way, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I can't help but wonder if that's sunk cost fallacy talking. Like, we usually talk about this from a uh, player standpoint, not a development standpoint, but um, usually games, usually when a game fails, you move on to the next game. I feel like uh. this is sunk cost going in here because... Are they going to be able to pull off an FF14? Are they going to be able to show this game working and make it profitable? Or is it too tainted by its soft launch disaster now? I don't I mean, like, I don't... I don't know. What do, you, what do you think? I have no it's idea. Hard it's hard to say. I mean, there's still potential for sure. I mean, the, the gacha philosophy it won't make it too ridiculous to regain what they lost well it will but i mean it's possible we say that just but because of the way it is people have to actually want to play the game in order to do that i don't really know anyone who does that's true i don't either <laughs> like, so yeah <laughs> all of it what i what i just said is pretty much entirely uh anecdotal but i don't know something about this just isn't clicking with my head like how do you come back from a launch like this? How do you write the ship on a hearts and minds level? Like, maybe they come out with a good game. Maybe it works. But as saturated as the market is, what makes this game one that people are going to want to flock to? Especially when the current, uh, the current history of it is they tried and they failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it can go either way at this point, I guess. Like, Kite, let me ask you this. Let's say there's this game that you really, really, really want to play. You play it, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't function. It breaks immediately. Nothing lets you log in. Nothing lets you do it. And then the whole game goes offline, and they say it'll be back in six months. Do you pick that game up again after the fact? I don't think I will, and I don't think I'm going to touch it anymore because there, there, are, there are many possible ways that people or the fans would like to. They are really anticipated on playing that game, and then their expectations just shattered up the bat. Right. If this goes to this point of standards, because I've 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 played several of these games or seen other people play these games, they've got their hopes set up they've got their anticipation set up they're ready for it they're really really going for it but when things just went haywire like you know what happens you've lo people lost hope mod motivation or even they're, they're going to say s some bad gag on other people the developers etc etc and then you hope that the game will restore back soon and on it, suddenly it just shut down it's a really, really big disappointment to not just not just to other people, but also for those who are really, really anticipated or those fans say you love you love this Gaia and then your hopes just shattered up. It's more than that. Especially if they're going to do a second chance and history's going to repeat itself. That's up to the people. I it's some, there are some things that other people's doesn't have the same opinion as the other one. So in me, in me, on my end, if this is going to happen on some other game in the future, I probably won't touch it anymore. 
Yeah, Point. that's pretty much it, if we're being honest. Um, I can't look at this and not think that this is a disaster waiting to happen, because look what happened the first time. I mean, it's true. I mean, now that I think about it, if I were a player, I'm not spending money on this game. I would play it for free. <laughs> I would try it out again. But yeah, yeah we would. We would play it for it free. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's I'm not also one of the good money. advantages of it if it's going to be a free to play friendly game. But for errors like these, these bugs, and especially if there are some things that just won't work, well. Yeah, I, I, I think the bell is rung on this one, so that kind of brings me back to the original question of why are they still pushing this thing? Like, it feels like it's tainted. It feels like it's poisoned. I feel like the well's poisoned here. Uh, Kefka poisoned that, that whole yeah. game and the town, um, man. Damn. Well, my only this my only opinion on this one is if they're really this if they're really this desperate on trying to revive something that has failed once, let's just keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. I think that's the kindest approach. I think it's the kindest approach to just hope it gets every opportunity it can. It's just it's just like what other people say on video games or other stuff. We they need some redemption time. Redemption well, let's hope they get it. Time. Like I know if I've they if they do get it. Yeah, I, I I know I've been extremely negative on this whole concept, and I do stand by that. I think this is a very bad idea to relaunch this game. I think it I think it's in their best interest to focus on their console side and recoup their losses through tradition through traditional means. Um, but, uh, I, I do hope it succeeds. I've always had a soft spot for Disgaea. It's just so wacky and weird. I kind of love it. I, I haven't played one in years, but it always, the, the idea makes me happy about it. So I hope this game does succeed. I, I don't think it will. My instinct is that this is a, this is not a recipe for success, but I, I hope it does. I do. We'll see. We'll see. Let's just see on what will happen. We yep. will never know. Only time will tell. Yep, and that time is uh going to be this fall. The time is going to be this fall, 2019. Let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. All right, we have some more fun stuff in uh, Dissidia Final Fantasy. Um, we've got Golbez coming out this week. Woo woo! He's already out, and I got him. But I never got his, any of his scales. Uh, his I like that weapon scales. concept. That, that weapon concept's so cool, man. He's got his little dragon, different colored scales, make the dragon different colors. And uh, he is um, pretty strong. I mean, just from what I've seen of him. He, he is until Renault arrives. Mm. Yeah. Because they're also, they're also coming this month. Renault is towards I don't know when, but soon also. Yeah, I remember that. Yep, it's going to be this month. There's just no e ETA mm. simply because the calendar doesn't have her shield on. Mm. Yeah, Golbis I mean, is I... a really good Golbis is a really good character, especially his ex scales, not weapon scales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't. Um, I'm actually. I'm still. 
I've spent so many resources on the the Rosa banner that I'm just kind of trying to go all out there um, because I know I'm not going to get enough for gold. Were, did were you able to get her ex weapon? Oh, I didn't get it. Oh, dropped a lot. Let me think here. I got 120 coins, which is, it's 20 each one. So what is that? Six pulls. I did about thirty thousand um, on that banner. I got. I got one of her weapons to the um, max limit break. Um, and then I got her stronger one. Oh, I nice. got my second copy. So I at least got a passive. And then I have her second one. Um, now her 35 CP weapon is... is For those who are one. still having problems with their max capacity limit break weapons, you can safely sell it for power stones. But only do it if that weapon is at max level and max limit oh, break. I didn't know this, so we can get some power stones by selling it now. Since mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need that other weapon anymore. Mm -hmm. oh. You can because you got the passive. Because you got the passive, you can safely equip it on your character as, as long as you got enough crystal capacity. I'm sorry uh, to interrupt, but I have some breaking news here. Breaking Whoa. news. Breaking news. This is breaking news for me because there is a non-zero chance that I'm about to look like a complete inattentive idiot. But uh, while we were talking, I was leveling up my espers at FFBE. And I noticed after I scrolled past the super sites, we got these things that are esper ore. That's just flat out on the rotation. Now, that's all zeroed out because we don't have any yet. But they already <laughs> have it on the uh, super site uh, rotation. So I guess that answers the question of how they're handling the... Um... Wait. Wait, what? Barely noticed this? Yeah, I just noticed this right now. I just saw this. They're they're put in after the hold last the, hold update. the hold hold the phone. Let me just check it. Yeah, it's it's in there. Do you do you guys scroll all the way the opposite way usually? Because I just I, go left, so I noticed them the first day they they were there. I usually go right because I usually uh, uh, feed my weaker uh, magicite first, and then oh yeah yeah we've we've oh, got yeah. them oh. since the last we've got them since the last update with so the fans. So I was totally inattentive. I was, I was saying on the podcast, like, I wonder how that's going to work, and the answer was right in front of me that whole time. I'm I'm dumb. I thought okay. you knew they were going to be there, but we... Because we're still not sure exactly how we're going to get them. Going to be. Ah, okay, okay, okay. That's funny. Yeah, they've, they've oh, been my. there. Because I, I actually only use the, the top ones, and I use the smaller ones only to, like, if I really want to get one level... Like what? Like they're getting close to being leveled up, so then I'll drop like a hundred or two hundred of the. I'm stockpiling uh, on super sites again. I'm stockpiling super sites again because I only got two espers remaining for max level. Yeah, I have three left, and one of them's nearly done. I just got Odin to fifty-three, and then Golem is still ongoing, and then Lakshmi, and then I guess there's Asura, but no one gives a crap about her. L Lakshmi at fifty, Titan is at forty. Right yeah, I have Golem at 39, Odin at 53, Lakshmi at 44, and then Asura at 8 because I don't care about Asura. Mm, I maxed my Asura. <laughs> Me yeah, too. I, I just maxed her. Screw I it. I just totally missed that. I just. <laughs> yeah, it, the, the Esper Ores are already there during the fan service app update. Uh -huh. We will probably get them during the third year anniversary if we yeah. get the return tickets. I'm There's a chance of obtaining how... it. I'm interested to see how we actually acquire them because I know in Japan it's the Chocobo Expeditions, but we don't actually have those. We have mm -hmm. regular expeditions, so 
I'm wondering we'll, if it'll we'll be a new expedition they add, or if there's another way to acquire them. We'll see. Ooh, we'll, imagine being we'll able to a... trade the the stupid things for them that we craft the adventurers the with. Relics. Yeah, that'd, that'd be let's sick hope because it, I have so please. many of them. Let's that'd hope, be too please. easy, I... though. Let, let's just hope, because I stopped making Adventure 5s just for a Relic update. I think I have four or five Adventure 5s right now. I am so done with those. Two. Five yeah. of the 5s and one of the four, but I'm... I don't have an Adventure 1, and I'm pretty sure I can just go straight to an Adventure 5 if I wanted, so I'm just stockpiling in the hopes that we get something better. Why don't you have... <laughs> Alright. Anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted all the Dissidia talk by discovering something silly because I'm bad, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You're fine. Okay, Back fine. to Dissidia. It's okay. Okay, so where 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 were we? Okay, so yes, you can sell your stone. max level MLB weapons for power stones as long as you have. Yeah, for what I what I just said earlier, max level, max level, and max lim, max limit break. So any dupes that you have obtained in the future, you can just freely sell them for power stones so that you can get more resources on limit breaking. EX weapons or weapons that you don't have. And then uh, what else? Um and, and the you passives. Keep passive. the, you the, you yeah, keep the passive. Yeah, it's not going away if I keep the passives it. and you, you can equip them as long as you have the required crystal capacity. And on top of that, we also got the secondary five star offers for characters. This time they got the prerequisite that you need to fulfill, and that's max limit breaking and max leveling their first generation five star. They got higher crystal capacity, which allows you to equip more of their passive abilities minus artifacts, oh. which will also give you great greater advantage to that character, especially those things that. Yep, we got. Weapons right now, and there are many plenty of choices, especially if you're lucky with artifact hunting with the desired stats or parameters that you're looking for, and with CP cost. This is also really good. I got a really good one on my gold days, I don't remember what, but I mean, it seems like the kind of glowy orangey ones are the good ones, right? The, 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 the red bordered ones are the rarer passives. Uh, some of I them, got, some of I got them, one with some... two. Well, what's that were they? Uh, I know one is like a boost to his um, whatever that ability's called. Shoot, I'm already forgetting that. Uh, what's that fist? <laughs> um, I I have no knowledge of it since I'm still on long break. On break from your decidia, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> but, um, some, yeah, of, no. some of mm -hmm. the wanted parameters are usually attack, max break, there CP 50 passives. There are some 50, 50 CP passives there. Ooh, that's what I need. Well, there's the a 50 wait, CS. Wait, it, costs, it costs 50? CS. C no, no, no. I mean the passives of each character at crystal level 50. My bad. Okay, I'm okay, sorry okay, about okay. that. I get you. So there, there are some CS, CS, crystal strength or crystal level, level 50 mm. passives that are not worth it right now until characters get a rework. So even if you get one, you can just either hold it down or wait for, or just change it with a, with a better one. 
So about the boost that you're talking about, the better ones are the ones that has a two-star in it. Right now, oh, yes, yes, yes. As for attack, the highest stat that you can get is 108 right now. Oh, that's really good. Max Brave is 330. Uh, I got a HP plus 1020 and a Mighty Glare Hand 2-star. On, on the oh, Mighty Glare had two star. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The two star in it. Those are yeah. some of the good. That's one of the rarer passives that you can get for a character through artifacts. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to level him up a little bit, um, but I'm focusing um, on. I'm just trying to get my Rosa up now. <laughs> Rosa is still really good, especially on the Golbis. Golba's event and ultimate if free trials. Nice. Yeah. We've got I'm... multiple plen- mo- we still got multiple events and Rosa's event should be ending anytime soon. So you still got today or tomorrow. I think it ends on the 10th, so I have a few more days. And I'm debating what I want to do if I'm gonna go full on. Hmm. So what about okay, so those who are playing Multiplayer on Cydia. How? What is your experience so far? Oh, um, this is how I'm seeing how weak my characters are. <laughs> oh my god! I'm I'm basically getting carried. Um, even though, so I mean, I've got my characters. I I at least they're both at right now. I have I'm still using Cloud, so he's at level fifty six. Um, his weapons and accessories are max limit burst, and his crystal strengths. Oh, over 55, but he's still trash compared to everyone. Like when I, uh, I'm seeing these gold beds, Quistis are coming in and just annihilating the, the missions. And I'm just in here like, hey guys, thanks. Cloud is going to get a rework eventually. He's still uh. doable, but well, as of this moment, even with his EX weapon, he's he's not shining well lately. <laughs> He's. I'm basically using him as a support, like using his moves to um, his finishing touch. Will will toss them up and just basically build up <laughs> bravery got, for the other guys. Be- <laughs> we got a better character for launch effects, other than Cloud. E- even though it's not instant, but uh, this guy uh, is much more better than Cloud. And if you have already reached like chapter seven of the game in Act One, you can get Lael in the story. He's one of the few characters with a really good launch launch abilities, especially at higher crystal strengths. Well, I, for for co op mode, I'm usually going for support, mm. and my my standard support character is Rem because of swap turns. Okay. She can give her turn to another character on the party while she's gathering her EX gauge to use her EX skill, Siphon Delta. And then okay. on the next turn and then on the next turn when she got her buff on, she can freely use any of her skills without even consuming the cost for either cure or swap turns. But lately I've been using Agrias. I've been using Agrias in co op lately. She's uh, just, she's, she's just good. good. She's my best melee user as of the moment. 
Agrius was so good in Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, I kind of wish he was like that good in other games. She was super good in Brave Exvius for a while. I mean, for a four star, she was literally the last four star to leave my my party. I mean, I used her when she had only was a max five star. Um, then she fell out of favor. Then she got her six star in enhancements, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, Agrius is also one of my few that I used in the Japanese version. Okay. She's just she's really she's really great with what she's done so far until she had to go to the bench and chill out or do expeditions. This uh, Agrius in Opera Omnia. Okay, really good. She's really good as a brave battery, a hmm. well, judgment blade, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh. Normally, it's just doing one hit, and then if you got up the upgraded version of it at higher crystal strength levels, she can have multi brave hits and then do high bra- HP damage alongside with a low chance of inflicting paralysis. Nice. Uh, the paralysis is so awesome in in. It's um, still a low in... chance. Why? Why? Yeah. But her EX skill, her EX skill would save the queen, her EX weapon, Hollowed Bolt inflicts silence to all enemies, which the silence debuff actually works similar to using magic brave attacks. So if the opponent is silenced and it is about to use a magic brave or HP attack, it will not do a thing until the next turn. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm not familiar with the Japanese voice actors for the FFOO, but, well, I like the voice that she has in Opera Omnia. She's just badass. So those who, you're gonna, you guys are gonna have to wait for, like, a couple of months for her lost chapter, where it's still going to be the same as the event, but it's much more harder. And there's going to be another character there from the from the boosted characters on that event with an EX weapon, and that's going to be from who is it this time? Let's see, Ferris. Right. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice, Ferris. Okay, so another another good thing about the co-ops is that if you use a boosted character, you get you get more cha- more coins for it. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so if you're going to use a bonus character on that set event, for example, on the Rosa event, if you use, Ro- of course, the lead character on that event, Rosa, you get higher chances on obtaining coins and more stuff, like a, a Doga's and for those featured characters, or random stuff like power or power stones or guard stones to upgrade your equipment. So, if you use a boosted character, you get more chances on getting more coins to exchange for more valuables. I mean, it's okay if you use a non if you use a non boosted character for that event. It's, for example, your cloud. As as long as well, yeah. Even I get carried back in when I return to Dissidia. So it it only took like a couple of days, like maybe two or three days before the event ended for the co-op, and then I was able to get a lot of the items there before it leaves. 
What about mm, so? What about it? Well, I noticed that when I host, I think it's because I don't have a boosted character. Is that a lot of times I get the party to fill up? I'll put begin, and then right when I hit begin, people quit. And there are some. I'm... There are some. There there are some players who just do that, and it's really unethical in a way. That's terrible because I mean, then I'm I'm stuck with another. I already have one weak character in Cloud, so I'll either be stuck with my other party member of Rosa, who is as of yesterday she's built up pretty well now, um, or Kefka, who has his EX weapon, but he's not leveled very well. That's a problem with randoms. They're pretty picky. So there there are most, many cases that we go with friends instead. Yeah, but it ju- it just happens that randoms really just comes in and leaves, and there there is two mo there is there is two modes when you're trying to recruit people, saying just for fun or wanted boosted characters. I always go to just for fun, obviously, because I'm not using a boosted character. <laughs> no, I mean you you can you can use an auto and you can use that wanted boosted characters if you want two members on that group that sh- that has a actual boosted web boosted character and have you carried because that's what I've been using the last co-op I did was the one with lock and mm-hmm. most of the teams are using setzer and another random and it's pre- and that boss that at that time is pretty easy the bosses in future character events like this one especially in co-op they usually appear in twos or threes so it really gets harder with mostly tactics and how to deal enough damage for them because even with your boosted characters there's still a a fairly decent chance that you you'll get killed in a run Uh, um... we've got that issues before we've got that issues before the one with Mm-hmm. The one with oh, Deuce, ahead. the one with Deuce as featured character. Mm-hmm. I'm really annoyed at the boss. I'm really annoyed at them. Yeah. This boss is funny because you you once he's it's actually basically like fighting him twice because the first you you take his HP all the way down and then he uses uh, Kiraga and fully restores himself. So you have to basically kill him twice. Oh, that's that's one of the bosses I like. The lock event has a has a dark phoenix, same oh. mechanic. Mm. The one with the two or three copies of the same boss that sound that's calling for trouble. Oh, <laughs> and I mean it. It's I've, I've been on those multiple bosses on several occasions, and the only way that I could even get some stuff in it is by going with friends oh. still co-op is still fun if you got if you got time to just help people out or just have your friends do stuff together for fun it's still good let's just not forget that it's also really grindy and refreshing bells is not a it's not a good joke oh <laughs> but the rewards are still worth it Still, yeah. the gems, the tickets, the high shards, and all the other nifties that you'd like to get. And note of it, character events are limited time, and co and these these events are usually come in co-ops and ex level dungeons. 
So they they're not gonna come back again until Lost Chapter, but on Lost Chapter, it's just that itself. No more co-ops, no more anything. You can get them at, you can get them anytime now, but it's much more challenging than before. Right. Sounds fun. It is. <laughs> it is fun. I miss going to going in co-op. I'm still on break on the city, yeah. Other than getting some news on which character is coming out next. Are they worth it? Is it worth to pull under banners? Phew! Cool. Sounds like a thing. Yep. The FFOO is a pretty grindy game. It yeah. doesn't have any stamina except for certain parts of the game that you need to use stamina on it. It's pretty grindy. It's pretty fun for the very early early parts. During the first couple of months there, oh goodness me, I can't stand the grinding. It's too much. Yeah, Plus, like I mentioned, that's why I don't get too into it. Let's go ahead and move on to our final topic of the night. Ryan, why don't you take us away? All right. So uh, our final topic is kind of, I don't know, more abstract one than, than usual. But why gotchas? Why did we choose to play these games that to many, when we talk to our friends about them, seem like torture? <laughs> There's a few different reasons okay. for me. Um, yeah. For me personally, first is nostalgia. Like, I only play games where I have some kind of emotional connection to the characters. Um, obviously, I'm a longtime Final Fantasy fan, so this game made sense. Uh, Valkyrie Profile, same thing. Valkyrie Anatomia. Um, like, I know uh, I've been getting commercials a lot for this game called uh, Raid Shadow Legends, and I'm like, I don't care about anybody here. I'm never going to play this game. Uh, second big reason is ongoing content. Now, this is actually a bigger one for me than I thought it would be, but it's been something that I kind of love. I have this recurring, uh, thing every, uh, I have this recurring thing every, um, sorry. It gives me this recurring thing every week, but that also has, like, new stuff to do as well while focusing on the same systems um there's a lot of that that i really like to be perfectly honest with you uh, yeah i think the eternal content is a big thing for me i mean yeah. I, I i that's that's part of why i like just rpgs in general is that you get the most bang for your buck i mean i i like to play a game for as long as i can i mean i don't like yeah I don't like endings. I don't like to be done with the game. So the fact that this one can potentially gotchas can potentially go on for eternity is just super cool to me. And uh, I know it's not a gotcha game, but I'd like to give a big shout out to Hitman 2, which also, despite for me paying for the game exactly once, has been giving me weekly content. So I don't know what's going on there. Like if they get more games like that, I may be out of this gotcha shit. <laughs> yeah i i'm just like games like that where they give me this constant ongoing stream of content it it just speaks to me especially if i really find myself enjoying the systems hmm. yeah i mean shoot that's... except for one game that i know that it, that the, the content is already ended yeah Aww. what game is that brave frontier oh yeah hmm. well i i thought it kept going in 
in the G- only global exclusives only global exclusives but the original canon event is already done and over uh mm-hmm. yeah no i i guess uh i've seen some cases where that happens uh most of the time i find that they tend to close down globally before the japan version but Sometimes things keep going. Remember, this one game went on for like five years after the Japan version closed, just because it was so successful here, just not there. Well, meanwhile, on my end, the reason I play is also nostalgia, and just because I also love RPGs. That's the only main reason. Yeah. Yeah, I think the nostalgia is 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 what they're using to draw you in. You know, you draw in. That's the one one of the one hundred percent things reason why people play games like these. Yeah, you get in, you're like, oh, cool, it's a bunch of old characters from games that I loved, and I get to use them again. Um, so that's, yeah, I downloaded Brave Exvius just for that reason, um, and, and other ones too, and, and that's what keeps me in it, and that's why other of the, the gotchas I don't stick to as long, and it's harder for me to stay with, um, because I ne- never played them, like Valkyrie Anatomia cool game cool concept i never played any of those games so um i'm not getting attached uh and it's weird because you still have the story mode where like in brave exvius they're fully original um but while i'm playing trying to get the old characters from my nostalgia i start to grow attached to the new characters so it's kind of an interesting dynamic there That has been seriously happening to me on Valkyrie. Although it helps that it's the Valkyrie Profile 1's writer they got back. I keep harping back on this point. Like, Valkyrie Anatomia is not a cheap cash-in of a game. It's one of the reasons that I love it so much. Um, Mm -hmm. They got the original writer. They got Motoi Sakuraba to compose again, which is humongous, because that guy does work for, like, all sorts of games all across the universe. He does, obviously, the Valkyrie Profile series. He does the Tales series. He does the Dark Souls games. Like... This guy is everywhere. Oh. So the fact that they got him back to compose wow. for a mobile game is gigantic. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they got the original writer. Uh, they are doing an event right now that's about VP1, and it's actually the VP1 characters, and you get these quiet character moments that you just don't see in games like this. Mm. So... Like, yeah, for me, the nostalgia is purely there, and I spent probably more gems than I should have going after Silmaria, of all people, who I don't even like that much. I just still wanted her. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you gotta complete the three goddesses of fate. Already did. Nice. nice. I have I have all four regular Valkyries now, plus a second Lettuce somehow. Second the, fourth nice. one, the fourth one, let me guess, Alicia? Yeah. Ah, Alicia's actually my main Valkyrie. Like, she's actually, I think I have her at, like, level 80 right now, which, unlike FFBE, leveling in this game is a whole process. Ah. Uh. Alicia's putting it down. She's she's doing the mayhem. The mate mayhem. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, big reason why I love um, gotchas is the fact that they're mobile games, and you can play them on the go. I mean, that's a huge thing for me because I'm always on the go. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard for me personally nowadays to get to have time to get down and play a um, console game um, just because, you know, it takes 
it takes time. You know, it, uh, I don't really have time to sit down too often for a couple hours. So the cool thing about, you know, the, these mobile games is you, you play them when you're outside. I play them when I'm on break at work and, and play it for like five, 10 minutes while I'm eating. So that's a big draw. For oh my me God. As well, I wish there it's... was, I, I have to admit, I wish there was more a, of a market for real mobile games, not like gotchas like this, but, um, I know uh, if you play Final Fantasy Dimensions or Super Mario Run, uh, those are actual just full games that happen to be on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if we'll start to move more in that area. Probably not, just We're because... We're moving away from it. The gotcha market is what's pulling in all the money. It's those loot boxes, man. And I gotta yeah. be honest, I do, have a, I do have a gambling itch in the back of my head. I always have. I played poker back in college. Um... Mm -hmm. Weirdly, since I started going to Vegas every year for the National Association of Broadcasters show, I've stopped gambling there for some reason. Like, I haven't played a game of cards in Vegas in about five years. Yeah. But, um, it, it these games scratch that itch. And I know that's yeah. not, like, the best, but it's what I got. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's definitely something. It, that's what, it is interesting. I mean, you have these, you know, mobile... Phone games are now we have our systems that can handle a lot. I mean, we talk yeah. about graphics all the time, and but they're not just making them like regular games. They're this whole gotcha concept is basically all successful mobile games use this, so it's mm -hmm. not going away. <laughs> nope, not even yep, remotely. Not well, it's even. not going away unless uh, some laws get passed that say this needs to go away, which is increasingly likely. But hey, while they're here, we'll love them. Yep. Yeah, we'll love them while they're. We're gonna here. enjoy them while they're <laughs> while we have to. Yep. And with that, I think that is all the time we have for the week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. If you guys have any requests or any uh thing you want us to talk about, please go ahead and shoot us a comment or an email. We'd appreciate that very much. We'll yes, be back next week here. for more yep. of the games you love to hate. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one, y'all. Bye, bye, yeah. guys.